So yeah, this is uh part two to the Tupac and Biggie Genesis. Uh a couple people told me the sound was bad towards the end of the podcast. Like where I started talking about uh like the mystery surrounding the robbery or what people was talking about. So I'm gonna just reiterate some things like I was basically saying like like I've never known a nigga to get robbed and not know who did it. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm looking at everything like Tupac went through to like in his way what he felt like like rectify that situation the best way he could. Like look what he went through. He made all lies on me in a week. Like for younger people or people that's not in the CDs. <laughs> And all lies on me was a two disc CD with like twenty songs on each disc. Like he made forty songs worth of music in a week. Dissing them niggas. Like you don't do that unless niggas did something to you. you know what I'm saying <laughs> you don't do that because something didn't happen. You know what I'm saying like that nigga was in the joint. And yeah, he was like, man, niggas slid. He got away. I'm in a joint, missing money. Like, man, he couldn't wait to get out and check them niggas. And that's what he did. You know what I'm saying? He kept the beef going. And, you know, uh, Puffy and them, they kind of, uh, you know, fell back. But, you know, they were still sneaking this a little bit. And then, you know, I was just saying, like, as far as me thinking why P. Diddy and Biggie allegedly, in my opinion, knew about it, you know, because, you know, just... Like, yeah, you look at the persona of P. Diddy at the time, like, or now, you know what I'm saying? Now the time's passed. Like, you didn't know then, like, when that when it happened in 1994, you know, you really didn't know, you know what I'm saying? P. Diddy wasn't, you know what I'm saying, real prevalent or well-known, you know what I mean? But, like, now you look at, uh, what, uh, that you can hate me now. I use that as the perfect reference. But uh, Nas, like, go back and listen to the hook and what he's saying at the end. You know what I mean? Like, you might have to get the extended version. I don't think he played on the radio version. But, like, how he, like, that persona, yeah, that's how he feels about himself, allegedly, in my opinion. You know what I mean? And that's the that's that kind of John Gotti Scarface persona. He played for a while, you know, back, you know, he played it up. And it was part of that era, too. So I'm not knocking it. That's another thing I wanted to cover. Like, it's not a personal shot at P. Diddy or Biggie. I'm just giving you, like, a, a street nigga's perspective of what really happened. You know what I'm saying? It was watered down. You know, niggas like me didn't have this type of platform back in the day. So all the, like, reports we was getting and ideas of what was happening was coming from, you know, school people, journalists. You know what I'm saying? White people. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not knocking it, but, you know. People that been to school and hadn't really, like, been in the streets. Even a lot of them people that vibe, you know what I'm saying? They were school, college kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, vibe in the source, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, a lot of them was writers, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas like me ain't have a platform to really be like. Because I remember being little and, like, hearing some of that shit. Like, come on, fam. What are they talking about? Like, like, like with like with Tuba got killed. Like, fam, they jumped Orlando Johnson or Baby, whatever his name was, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, they lamped on him. They got caught slipping. You know what I'm saying? Like, they jumped a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Thought it wasn't going to be nothing. And yeah, a nigga, like, he must have took a dirt bike or, you know what I'm saying? A, a, a Kawasaki ninja bike back to the crib. He came back so fast. 
Yeah, he came back and lamped on the nigga like gangbangers do and yeah, clapped him. You know what I'm saying he got his man. And they slept on him because you know, he was they was death row and you know what I'm saying he, who was he? And that's how it happened a lot of times in the streets, you know. They slept on him and that's all that happened, fam. And I'm looking, you know, I'm young, I'm 14, 15 when it's going, I'm looking at the pet like Illuminati. Fam, what the nigga, nigga they jumped, killed this nigga. <laughs> Like, what are they talking about? Illuminati, you know said The police, sheriff, like, what does they rob banks have to do with anybody killing Tupac? The Nation of Islam was standing outside, and they sell bean pies on every corner some places. Like, I remember being little with knowing this just from, like, a street nigga perspective. Like, fam, this is too much information. Like, a lot of this has nothing to do with the other. Like, they beat up dude, dude took the chain. And yeah, they came back and whacked the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's how it happened. I'm sorry it was Tupac. I definitely was sorry it was Tupac. That was my nigga. Everybody nigga. But like, even at a young age, I understood like, fam, they, it's just street nigga shit. Like, they on tape rapping about street nigga shit and street nigga shit is happening. <laughs> Why won't nobody accept that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we put all this like a little daddy. He faked his death. Like, come on, fam. But I get it. Controversy sales. They sold a lot of books. And, but like, come on, man. Like, I swear, even when I was little looking at that, like, man, fake this death. Why would he fake his Tupac loved being famous. Tupac loved the camera. Why would he fake his death? Like, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, over the years when they found out about Orlando, he was a suspect and how he died. I mean, and then the one detective, you know what I'm saying, he just, yeah, put it out there. But I had been thinking my whole, the whole time. Like, yeah, you know, like Orlando was a shooter. He robbed one of them niggas for they chain. Like, that was a death row coat of arms, they called it. Like, this back before everybody started rocking death row chains. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, you couldn't get have one of them chains on unless you was with the shit because you took it from another nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, couldn't just walk into your local... I'm saying jewelry store and put him off, man. He took that off a nigga because he was with it. And he was a shooter. They saw him with the chain. They jumped him and thought it wasn't going to be nothing of it. And yeah, that's how that shit happens every day in the streets. And yeah, you know, because it was Tupac, you know. Like, yeah, Illuminati got involved. Like, what does Illuminati have to do with them jumping dude and him? <laughs> like, man, come on. That's, yeah, yeah, so... You know, a nigga like me ain't had this type of platform back in the day. So, yeah, I'm just giving you my perspective of it and how crazy some of that information was. Like, it was just too much information. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and to me, in my my opinion, allegedly, like, yeah, it wasn't hard. Them niggas, yeah. He did something, you know what I'm saying, that, in my opinion, <laughs> Allegedly, I'm saying P. Diddy and maybe Biggie couldn't let go. And that happens every day in the streets, too. You got to think. Tupac was a young, arrogant, I'm saying, light-skinned, super smart fly nigga with a bad mouth. Like, yeah, I could see him, I'm saying, disrespecting, I'm saying, a, a guy that looked at himself as the king, the real king of New York, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, playing that John Gotti Scarface persona, which was, you know, that era. And yeah, wanting to be that. Yeah, it takes work. It takes works to be that person or even consider yourself that person to be looked at that way. And I think, yeah, like, you know, I fuck with Tupac and that's my nigga, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I think, yeah, something happened. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, Tupac ain't do that just for record sales. You don't get out and make all lies on me. 
you don't make a 40 song diss track. <laughs> you made all eyes on me in a week. Like, do you know how insane that is? Like, like this is before Lil Wayne. Did you say he was like, yeah, he made a two disc CD dissing them niggas in a week. He couldn't wait to get out the joint and rectify that situation the best way he could. And, and that, you know what I'm saying, that kind of, you know, kicked off more chain of events that led to both of their deaths. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's sad and fascinating. And, yeah, it's just my perspective of it, you know? But I, uh, I, uh, you know, guys like me never had this type of platform where we could give our own, you know, perspective. Because for me, it was simple, man. Like, something happened between them niggas. Like, yeah, allegedly, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? Like, Tupac might have did something, you know, ain't no telling. And, uh, yeah, allegedly, in my opinion, <laughs> niggas decided to set them up. And, yeah, that's what they did, in my opinion, allegedly, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't come to, and that's another thing, like, who don't know? Like, come on, fam, like, we looking at the persona. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? Puffy, you know what I'm saying? Trying to embody John Gotti, Scarface, you know, the smooth, suave criminal type, you know what I'm saying? Bad boy's image, you know what I'm saying? In my opinion. And yeah, like, who? I mean, you just, you you know where I'm going with it. You can figure it out. But I don't want to keep having to be the dead horse, but yeah, you know. It is what it is and what happened, happened. But I just wanted to reiterate those couple of things. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. But, yeah, I think for the most part, it was, I know it was easy for a lot of street niggas. It's like, you know, like, fam, what this, they tripping. But, you know, they were school kids. A lot of journalists, you know, they was reporting Niggas like us didn't have this platform to speak. So, you know, like a journalist, a lot of times coming from a certain type of background, they can't differentiate bullshit from what was real. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, with Tupac, for some reason, like fact checking just stopped. Like if, if somebody reliable, they could prove had something to do with anything that Tupac was involved in. <laughs> It was hitting the press, you know what I'm saying? Like, fam, yeah, Tupac was an Illuminati. Niggas upped his career, and now they killed him, you know what I'm saying? Well, he, oh, he knows Tupac's cousin. They went to school together. Yep, press it. Put it to the press. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they couldn't differentiate the bullshit. Differentiate. <laughs> Many times you get to say that word in a sentence. The, uh, the BS from uh, what was real and ended up reporting everything. And then that just ended up watering the story down to what really happened, you know what I'm saying? And that's all the podcast was basically about. And, uh, yeah, you know, he was, you know, Tupac being Tupac, you know what I'm saying? Live by, you know, living, you know, living how he was living and doing what he was doing. It happened, you know what I'm saying? And they made whole bunch of money, whole bunch of stories, but at the end of the day, it was just simple gangster math, you know what I'm saying? Simple street nigga shit, you know what I'm saying? There's a bunch of street niggas involved doing street nigga shit, you know? Sometimes street nigga shit happened, and that's what happened to both of them niggas. I don't know what Biggie was thinking about coming back to Cali. Like, I'd like to know who told him that was a good idea. Like, you know, like, how could, if I was anybody 
that mess with Big Fam. Like, my nigga, are you serious? <laughs> Going back to Cali for what? What were you talking about? What? Mexico, nigga? You talking about Colombia? <laughs> you going to Cali, Colombia or something? Like, man, no, ain't no way I would have let him go back to Cali. Never. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, and for the same reason. And yeah, it's just a lot of it shrouded in misery, but at the end of the day, like, yeah, that type of shit happens every day, you know what I'm saying? Nobody hears about it. I've seen all types of shit happen. Million times over and never makes the news, but you know these niggas was famous, so but then by them being famous and the type of people that was reporting it, yeah, then you know, it was just too much information. You never really got the meat, you had to kinda like dissect and just know like street nigga like, oh no, what the Illuminati the nation of Islam wanna come on. <laughs> And what about dude they jumped? You know what I'm saying? What why are we reporting that? What about dude they jumped? And the fact that you know said what his homies had the same kind of car parked in the garage. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what about how come that doesn't? You know what are we talking about? Spaceships and airplanes. And yeah, I was even saying that when I was little, but I just didn't have this to speaking on. But I used to get in arguments with grown all oh, grown niggas was the worst. I was like 14, 15, you said, I'm in it. But you know, older niggas, you saying like, oh, man, hearing them talk about it, oh, it was the worst. And then, you know, because you a young nigga, so you don't know nothing to them. But you just like, fam, do you hear what y'all saying? Like, listen to what y'all saying, man. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, nigga, this shit just happened to do last night. What are you talking about? So it was because it's Tupac? What? It was, oh, man, don't even get me started. But yeah, that's why I kind of want to just give my perspective of what happened because, yeah, a lot of niggas like me didn't get to. So this is for us, I guess. And yeah, uh, hope the sound was better. And yeah, hope it was interesting. Like I say, I'm doing a podcast with my sister tonight that, uh, divorce, marriage and divorce part two. Um, tune into that if you get a chance. That's going to be. Watching her pretty much, or listening to her to pretty much, uh, yeah, read me my rights for <laughs> feeling like you already need to be married in this day and age is probably gonna be pretty awesome for y'all, but we'll see. No, I channel, man. It's Ryan and Ryan signing off. Take care of yourself. Stay out of trouble. Don't do nothing I wouldn't do. She give you a whole lot of leeway. <laughs>